Welcome to the Backyard Buddhist Podcast, where we continually seek everyday enlightenment for the benefit of ourselves and all other beings. I'm Ron Powell McLean. One of my teachers reminded me that the pure light of awareness sanctifies everything. What that means to me is that when I shine the spotlight of awareness on whatever is causing my discomfort, suffering, or dissatisfaction, I can then truly see the condition, the cause, and the cure simultaneously. The part of that which is the most difficult is remembering to flip on the switch of attentive awareness to illuminate those dark corners when we really need to see. I also know that it's through difficulty that we have our most important understanding. This past week was a particularly tough one for me, uh, seemingly out of nowhere, my friend and co-host Danny sent me an email saying that he needs to back off from doing the things that we do together, like this podcast, volunteer commitments with our Sangha and his participation in our senior practice group. Like the rest of us, I know he must be feeling overwhelmed and my first thought and response was concerned for my friend. But then my own reactions began firing off stories and questions. Why didn't he talk to me about this before now? What's really going on? Did I somehow piss him off? Is it me? What if it's me? Of course it's me. If it wasn't me, he would have responded to my email by now. He would have reached out directly. He's avoiding me because it's me. Why? What did I do? What can I do to fix it? I don't actually know for certain what's going on with my friend. What I do know is that I'm having some very human reactions to this situation. I know that I have in my own way made it about me. I've been feeling like I got punched in the gut and left to suffer. Yet the suffering and the punch are both my reactions and no one else's. This morning, I flipped on the switch to examine my state of suffering. And in the daylight of focused awareness, I can see the thread. So of course I began to pull at that thread It's the thread of fear. And that thread of fear is attached to the internal belief that I'm not good enough. 
maybe in this situation, the murmur is that I'm not a good enough friend. Maybe not good enough of a teacher. The whisper from that belief is spreading a rumor that I am such a bad friend that I wasn't even worth trying to work it out or talk it out. It's saying that he thinks I'm controlling and self-involved. This voice is a cancer and an illness spreading in the dark corners of my mind, but it's not new. That voice has been whispering in all the corners for a very long time. When I was a kid, I was not enough to be loved without conditions. I needed to be a better child. With every rejection, more whispers. The murmur became louder. My purpose has become a quest to quiet that pulse that rings in my ears. I am a failure. I'm not enough. I'm damaged goods. A true and utter disappointment. This feels like death and regret and helplessness. Behind every endeavor of self-help lies the need to subdue that chatter. My anxiety cries out for it to stop. Stop yelling at me. Please stop. I tend to seek understanding and knowledge to throw a bone to that barking dog. Sometimes it works, but it doesn't last. This thread is deeply woven through my experience. Knowing that this is my practice to keep seeking out that thread of suffering and untying the knots with compassion and wisdom. When we know better, we can do better. Knowing that each of us has an underlying murmur, a whisper, and a pulse that we must endeavor to keep the spotlight trained on. Trained on the condition, the cause, and the cure simultaneously. We must also understand that our human condition is always changing. Yet we grasp and cling and crave because change is so very uncomfortable. Patience and understanding, unconditional love for our own self cracks open the treasure of unconditional love for everyone and everything. But that work is inner work and requires our compassionate awareness. 
wisdom to patiently cease the suffering of our own experience. All there is to do is be present, awake and aware in this moment because it's the only moment that matters. Hindsight is a very powerful tool, but we have to be careful not to live our lives in the rearview mirror. In this moment, I am enough. You are enough. We are enough. We're not damaged, not a failure, and are all worthy of unconditional love. Begin by cultivating unconditional love for yourself. Begin at home, on the spot, right here and now. There's no other moment Listen, I know that we all have our thing and we all have an internal chatter, an internal dialogue. And each one is different. And I'm endeavoring with this podcast to just help to facilitate your quest into your own experience and the condition, cause, and cure. Because really that's all we can do, is seek to continually illuminate the path in front of us. And that path is in this present moment. It's not the future and it's not the past. It's the now that makes the difference. Embracing that, understanding that, I hope helps you to value this present moment. Because for me, I think when I am lost in that suffering. My mind is not here. It's rolling over the regrets of the past or wishing for a brighter future, something with less suffering and losing myself in that is not helping you losing yourself in the past or the future or any other distraction. We all develop habits, vices, things like drinking and drugs and overeating. Maybe it's porn, maybe it's potato chips, but it's distraction and it's distraction from our discomfort it's important for us to continually shine the light of awareness on even those details. And as that teacher told me 
time and time again that awareness sanctifies everything. It puts it squarely in front of us rather than turning away with distraction. We can truly see what is ours to do. And many times it's just the process of shining that light of awareness that allows us to relax and see, ah, I'm having a reaction. I'm having a very human reaction to this experience, which is okay. It's pretty normal, right? We're all humans having this particular experience. We can use the vantage point of our stable consciousness. And that's the consciousness that is throughout all things and all beings and all form and formlessness. That there's a consciousness throughout that, throughout the entire universe. And that's already there. We don't have to achieve it. We can't get rid of it, but we can certainly ignore it. So understanding that there is that place. I'm trying to shine the, the light of awareness on that vantage point so that you can see. It takes a step away from just, you know, it's the forest for the trees scenario. We're too close to the forest to see the trees. So sometimes we need to take the our vantage point back a little bit, step away from the forest a few, a few yards, maybe a mile, so that we can see, and particularly what I'm talking about is that we can see our human experience. So this relative being, this person that feels so very separate, this Pawo, this Ron, this individual feels very separate. But when we take that step back, we can see that this human form arises out of that that ultimate consciousness, that ultimate reality. I'm simply a wave on that ocean. And that's okay. But it also allows me to see that through this form, through this human form, I have very human reactions. And in this case, that human reaction is deep. Deep, and it feels like when you pull that thread, when I pull that thread that's attached to that deep-seated belief, 
that I am simply not good enough. Ah, allows me to see some clarity, clarity of what I habitually have been doing. Continually putting myself through the paces of not good enough. And my re reaction and response is to fill that void. Fill that void with knowledge. Fill that void with understanding. And, you know, you can pull it in any direction. If you feel unloved, maybe it's attached to a thread of your self-worth or your physical worth. Maybe you don't feel like your body is good enough. You're not sexy enough. You're not tall enough. You're not short enough. You're not the right skin color, whatever it might be. It's your inner dialogue that is attached to that very, very vulnerable feeling of not good enough. It's important that we can see that in the true light of what it is. Just a dialogue, just an ego talking to itself, trying to validate itself, but also causing at least a murmur of discomfort, dissatisfaction, and suffering. Oh, that burden feels heavy at times. And other times we're distracted and we feel okay. But then that heaviness comes back and feels like depression, feels like anxiety feels like restlessness. How do I fix this? What do I do? How do I become whole and complete? How do I become good enough? So we buy the book, we buy the video series, we watch the show, we buy the ticket, and maybe lift are lifted for a time thinking, ah, now I have all the knowledge that I need to be enough. And then the murmur begins. You weren't good enough to implement it. <laughs> you weren't good enough or smart enough. And you're a failure. Begins again. A big cycle. So my friends, shining that light, keeping that light lit is the end of that suffering. It's a continual, I won't call it a battle, it's a continual endeavor to keep that light lit, that spotlight shining. 
illuminate all the corners and dark places. As we shine the light and see, ah, reaction, human reaction. That's what's in that corner. Human reaction is in those dark places. And that murmur, that murmur is just a murmur. Doesn't make it true. So I say that hindsight is a powerful tool. And I mean that, that we can identify experiences that caused us suffering. Because we can sometimes more easily see our past suffering than our current suffering. So we have a tendency to look back, look back to dark periods or periods that you believe shaped you, like childhood. I've certainly done my endeavors into my childhood and blamed enough on that, that I understand and know that there is no blame. There needs to be no blame. Only awareness of my own reaction. So there's some conditions that have been created, some experiences had. It's through my continual endeavor of understanding that I can go to those places and stimulate a thought, a thought around what did I experience and what was that inner dialogue that embedded itself in my psyche. We don't want to live our lives in the rearview mirror, but instead see, oh, look at all the human reactions I've had to this experience. Our work really is to find love for ourselves unconditional love. And I know that sounds like pie in the sky and it sounds, oh, you know, it's easy. I love myself. I like myself, but not always. That murmur makes us judge ourselves harshly, cruel at times. So our real work is the vulnerable, vulnerable place of learning to love ourselves. It's not learning to love other people and through loving other people, we learn to learn love ourselves. It doesn't really work like that. And it's not through the validation of others' love for us that we are whole and complete. It's only through that love, compassion, 
and understanding, patience for ourselves and our own condition, our own experience that allows us to truly understand and love ourselves. And with that love and understanding of ourselves, we will know love and understanding unconditionally for all other beings. We all have that innate ability within us. We simply need to keep shining the spotlight of awakened awareness on all that we do. <sighs> so for our, our podcast, I'm going to keep doing this and I am inviting some, some additional folks to come and visit us and have some discussions and dialogue because I, I really like that format. And we'll add some, uh, some conversations that are just you and I. So we'll just keep doing it. And you never know, Danny might be back and share with us as well. It's important for us all to respect the journey, understand the journey. Each of us has moments, moments of frustration and overwhelmed. And we understand that through the endeavor to understand ourselves. <sighs> Thanks to all our listeners from around the globe for tuning in and listening. Hey, if you'd like to keep in touch, subscribe to The Backyard Buddhist on Facebook or Twitter, or drop your email address at thebackyardbuddhist.com. You can also see uh, my first meditation CD, a digital download of that. So as Dan always says, meditate as fast as you can. Bye now.